Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to SaskAg Today with your host, Ryan Young. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to SaskAg Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. Here's what we got cooking on today's show. Emily Taylor from the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture provides the details on the latest cattle market update issued by Canfax. We'll hear more from SARM President Ray Orb as he was part of a Commons Environment Committee meeting focused on fresh water. And an event dedicated to producers in the Yorkton area is sold out. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on the voice of Saskatchewan 620 CKRM. Up first on the show is the cattle market update. This is Sask Ag Today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director Ryan Young. Sask Ag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection and farm fresh water. To fix your water problems, visit farmfreshwater.ca. Less cattle were marketed in Saskatchewan last week compared to the prior week. Livestock intern at the Ministry of Agriculture, Emily Taylor, has details of the cattle market update for the week ending February 9th. Saskatchewan feeder steer prices range from $444.50 per hundred weight for the 400 to 500 pound weight category down to $308.83 per hundred weight in the 800 to 900 pound weight category. There were strong price increases in the 400 to 500 pound and 500 to 600 pound weight categories, the only two groups that had established prices last week. Feeder heifer prices ranged from $377.80 per hundred weight for the 400 to 500 pound weight category to $283 per hundred weight for the 800 plus pound weight category. The 600 to 700 pound weight category declined $6.83 per hundred weight from the week prior and their largest price gain was in the 800 plus pound weight category, which had a price increase of $8.50 per hundred weight. All right, and what are some of the factors affecting those feeder markets? Reduced feed prices and smaller market volumes are continuing to strengthen the feeder markets. Here to date, there have been 40% less cattle marketed in Saskatchewan so far than in 2023. All right, and what were the marketings like in Saskatchewan? There were 10,010 Saskatchewan feeder cattle marketed over the week ending February 9th, which is down from the 12,676 feeder cattle marketed the previous week. And what were the prices for market-ready cattle like? Prices of live non-fed cattle in Alberta were higher compared to the previous week. The price of D2 slaughter cows averaged $132.09 per hundredweight, which was up $1.89 over the previous week. The price of D3 slaughter cows was up $8.66 from the previous week to average $118.79 per hundredweight. The Canfax price for Alberta fed steers was $219.38 per hundredweight, up $1.88 from last week. 
That was Emily Taylor, who is a livestock intern at the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture, going through the latest cattle market update. Coming up on the program, we'll follow up with Ray Orb, the president of the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities. He was part of a meeting with the Commons Environment Committee. They were focusing on fresh water. He provided his thoughts from a rural perspective on that, as well as some concerns with the newly formed Canada Water Agency. We'll hear all that right after the break. We're back with Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Welcome back to the program. The president of the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities told the Commons Environment Committee that the agriculture industry in Saskatchewan heavily relies on a consistent, reliable source of fresh water. Ray Orp spoke to the committee virtually as they were conducting a study of fresh water in Canada and how to preserve it for future generations. Other questions that need to be asked in this process is how all levels of government collaborate on this issue and how does the newly formed Canada Water Agency fit into this endeavor. Orb shared his concerns of duplication with the Canada Water Agency, given the province already has the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency. Orb acknowledged that water and water quality is a multi-jurisdictional issue and anticipates the federal agency would need transparency from the provinces to achieve a strong working relationship. We recommend sharing data and knowledge, engaging with agencies, councils and organizations in each province on proposed changes to freshwater to consider impacts to all sectors of each province. Leverage the knowledge of local and regional networks involved in water management in each province and further strengthen their sources and ensure that there is a sense of respect for jurisdiction and constitutional authority in each province. Orb pointed to the Lake Diefenbaker Irrigation Project as an example of potential collaboration between the federal and provincial governments. Saskatchewan provides funding through associations and programs such as the Saskatchewan Irrigation Projects Association and the Farm and Ranch Water Infrastructure Program to ensure farmers and producers can work together to provide freshwater access across Saskatchewan. A primary focus of the agency should be on funding water management projects across Canada to ensure provinces can work efficiently and effectively to preserve freshwater resources. With additional funding stability and support beyond the province of Saskatchewan borrowing money from the Canadian Infrastructure Bank, the federal government could help provinces dramatically in making a bigger impact on freshwater resources. He also brought up the provincial government's agricultural water stewardship policy. The Saskatchewan Water Security Agency is working toward developing the Saskatchewan Agriculture Water Stewardship Policy, which aims to preserve, restore, and protect the wetlands in Saskatchewan. And on a larger scale, the agency will need to develop a sustainable and resilient freshwater management strategy that works with all provinces. This strategy will be essential to help provinces adapt to these federal changes and mitigate potential risks. It is crucial that the federal government, provinces and territories work together to ensure to build a sustainable future for generations to come. That's SARM President Ray Orb. Coming up on the show, we'll have Doug Falconer with AgReview as he'll walk us through the latest ag headlines. Keep it tuned here to 620 CKRM. 
We'll be back right after these messages. You're tuned in to Saskag today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers, and My Grain Exchange, ready to market your 2023 crop, head over to MyGrainExchange.com and try their low-risk grain auctions. The Canadian Pork Council says it's joining a meat industry coalition that's calling for a rethink of the United Kingdom's joining of the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership, or CPTPP. The CPC said it was joining the Say No to a Bad Deal Coalition, a group composed of the Canadian Cattle Association, the Canadian Meat Coalition, and the National Cattle Feeders Association. The CPC said this move comes in response to Great Britain's stance towards Canada, which it says shows the UK is not interested in free and fair trade in agricultural products. Late this January, the Canadian government announced Britain had suspended talks on a free trade deal with Canada amid discontent on both sides about the lack of access to agricultural markets. The talks, which are separate from the CPTPP, are among a number of negotiations Britain has launched around the world in the wake of its decision to leave the European Union, which excluded it from existing EU free trade deals. Kyiv urged Warsaw yesterday to hold to account Polish farmers for stopping three trucks at a border crossing between Poland and Ukraine and spilling the Ukrainian grain they were carrying. Sunday's incident near the checkpoint came during a wider protest by Polish farmers against European Union agriculture policies, including allowing cheap grain imports from Ukraine. A Ukrainian trade representative said on Facebook the spoiled grain was en route to Lithuania and urged the Polish government to ensure the safety of Ukrainian goods. A regional prosecutor told Reuters an investigation had been opened into the removal of a custom seal and destruction of property. Poland's Minister of Agriculture described the situation with farmers' protests as tense and called for dialogue. Warsaw has backed Ukraine during Russia's invasion, but relations have been hit by discontent inside Poland against what farmers and haulers see as a surge in grain and food imports from Ukraine and improper competition. Meanwhile, February 24th will mark two years since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Ukraine's agriculture was hit very hard by the war. Farmers usually follow recommendations when planting and growing crops or raising livestock. A farmer knows that for best results, he should apply a certain amount of fertilizer and spray the plants with the necessary pesticides to protect them. Careful cultivation and preparation of the field is also necessary. But in the past two years, Ukrainian farmers were forced to learn to grow grain with minimal budgets. If they used to apply 600 kilograms of fertilizer to a hectare of land, today they grow a crop using 150 or 200 kilograms. This forces them to look for other ways to nourish their crops. It also changes how closely they sow seeds and the spacing between rows. In many cases, it has promoted wider use of inexpensive biostimulants, though it's not proven they will help. 
The head of France's biggest farming union says that protests that hit the sector last month could resume if the government does not do more to meet their demands for better pay and working conditions. The government is in talks with farmers over getting them higher selling prices to supermarkets and over loosening regulation and bureaucracy, which farmers have said was a burden on their businesses. However, union head Arnaud Rousseau said that with 10 days to go until the start of the annual National Farming Convention, the government was not doing enough. Farmers across Europe, in countries such as Poland, Spain, Germany, Belgium and the Netherlands, have demonstrated over the last month for more money and better working conditions. And a vacation rental company has angered some in Newfoundland and Labrador who say it used a classic song from the province in a derogatory way in a recent advertisement. Verbo's ad shows disappointed travelers discovering their vacation rental is overrun by squealing livestock while the song Eyes the Bye plays as background music. The ad caused a stir on X, formerly Twitter, Sunday night during the Super Bowl, with some saying the classic Newfoundland song was used to connote something stereotypically rural and undesirable. Andrew Taylor, a St. John's-based history student, says associating one of Newfoundland's more treasured songs with farm animals is unfortunate and disgusting. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your Saskag Today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM Farm Precision Weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary. Or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. I'm here with Phil Spivak from Precision Weather. And Phil, kind of driving into work this morning, I noticed that there was a fresh coating of snow. Uh, are we going to get a little bit more flurries today? Yeah, a few more flurries, uh, but the bulk of what's accumulating has already now come down. Some indications that there's still a little more to get through, and even through the evening, we could see a little more snow. But most of these flurries that are still coming down now and uh, even die down and fire back up or continue and is a very light snow, most of them will not produce any accumulation. Some areas will get a little more of a coating, though, and uh, at least a freshening of the coating in spots. That's the isolated nature of these. Temperature not moving a whole lot, though, through the day will hold, may drop back a little more. Just a very slow decline through the day, but getting down overnight to minus 13, more of a quick drop off once we get into those evening hours. The flurry threat drops off. The gusty wind will as well. Still a little breeze, 15 to 30 through the night, but the higher gusts will diminish. Partly to mostly cloudy skies till tomorrow. Watching... A few light snow showers Wednesday night. This is enough maybe to produce another centimeter, even two and persistent. But again, just like the isolated stuff now, the chance for any heavier accumulation is low. 17, though, on the negative side, the temperature really comes down. It's the coldest day in a while on Thursday, mostly cloudy with a high near minus 12. Cloud and sunshine getting back up to minus 9 on Friday. Then we'll make a nice jump on Saturday. With sunshine, we'll get up to around minus 2 and shouldn't be far from that. Maybe a few degrees cooler, but still mostly sunny on Sunday. Thank you very much, Phil. Normal highs for this time of year, minus 7. Normal lows, minus 19. The sun rose in Regina at 8.14 this morning, and the sun will set at around 6.12 later today. 
Taking a look around the province in Assiniboia, Yorkton and Melville, minus 7. Minus 4 in Estevan and Mooseman. Minus 5 in Saskatoon. Minus 9 in Swift Current. And Weyburn, minus 6 degrees. The hot spot in Saskatchewan, or the warm spot, is in Last Mountain at minus 3.6 degrees. Cold spot in Collins Bay at minus 17.5. In Regina, it's a sunny sky. West-northwest wind at 24 to 33 kilometers an hour. Humidity 76%. The temperature at minus 6 degrees, or 22 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure at 101.6 and rising. Down the road in Moose Jaw, sunshine. West wind at 22. Temperature minus 7. Again in the Queen City, sunshine, west-northwest wind at 24 to 33, the temperature minus 6 degrees. Back in a moment. Catch up with all your ag news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This portion of Sask Ag Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com The annual Stakes and Stems Producer Night is tomorrow night in Yorkton, and it's sold out. Rachel Cranick is the Agriculture Program Specialist for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture in Yorkton, and she says they have some great guest speakers lined up. We're happy to have Chuck Penner coming. He's going to be giving a grain market outlook. And we're thankful that the Cornerstone Credit Union is our platinum sponsor for that speaker. So he's going to be speaking at 7 p.m. in the evening, followed by another guest speaker, Brian Perlat, on a cattle market outlook. And that speaker is being presented by Bullseye Feeds. She adds the Ministry of Agriculture's Yorkton office will be represented as well. Our whole team will be there that evening, so folks can come and talk to us about some of the programs and services that we offer out of our office. They can meet with our livestock extension specialist, our crop specialist, two of our agro-environmental specialists, and of course myself, the ag program specialist out of the office. So we're encouraging people to... um, Reach out, talk to us about some of the programs and services that we offer and see what's a fit for your farm. Cranick outlines some of the services they provide. For the cattle producers in the area, um, keep in mind that we do water testing for livestock, um, feed testing, ration balancing. Um, If people are interested in soil sampling, um, you can come to our office and pick up some soil um, test probes as well as feed probes. And don't forget some of the programs, a lot of programs that we actually offer out of our office under the Sustainable Canadian Agriculture Partnership suite of programs. And she says many of these programs have been in effect for almost a year now. We just announced these new programs on April 1st of 2023, and these programs run for the next five years and include things like our farm and ranch water infrastructure program, uh, the Resilient Agriculture Landscapes program, along with many others. So if if folks want to discuss, you know, what's available for funding um, under these programs to give us a shout. Rachel Cranick is the Agriculture Program Specialist for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture in Yorkton. It is a slow start on the grain export markets this week, with China wrapping up Lunar New Year celebrations. That will change on Thursday, with the U.S. Department of Agriculture starting its Ag Outlook Forum. Dan Bassey is the president of Ag Resource Company. 
They're looking for the Ag Outlook form to be bearish. Uh, key numbers will be of new crop seedings from WASDE. We did get some hint from the baseline report back in November of what they're thinking. So large end stocks on corn, probably in the 2.4 to 2.7 billion bushels. Soybean end stocks will be probably 350 to 400. So above this year, and many traders are talking about the bearishness, at least from that report, the forum is not going to be bullish per se with farm income projected to drop roughly 30 some billion dollars. Traders are still trying to figure out what the South American soybean and corn crop will yield. The range is wide. When you think about APRSOCIA, which is the Farm Association of Soybean Producers in Brazil at 130, and then you have USDA at the 156. So that's uh, 26 million metric tons, almost 900 million bushels of beans. We can drive a truck through those estimates, and we need to end the confusion before we can go forward in the market, at least have an idea of what the long-term price direction will be. Dan Bassey is the president of Ag Resource Company in Chicago. You're listening to Sask Ag Today. We'll continue the fast pace right after the break as uh, we spoke with uh, someone at the Prairie Land Youth Leadership Conference last week, Jolene, Wilson, uh, Jolene Watson, I should say, as uh, she was there and talked a little bit about her career journey up to this point today. We'll hear a little bit about that right after this. You're tuned in to Saskag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskag Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumber yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Life can take you on different paths. Jolene Watson started off her career as a certified veterinary technologist. Now she is a professional speaker, trainer, and coach. Jolene was at the Prairie Land Youth Leadership Conference last week where she spent several hours with 35 4-H members from across Saskatchewan. Her presentations focused on body language and emotional intelligence. Well, there's no good or bad emotions. I think that's the most important point. But they all have a different frequency and they have different results. And I think if we changed the emotions that we utilize more often to gratitude or joy or passion or better yet ambition, because ambition has action, this will change the way we see our lives and what we do with those things. Studies show the average person uses only six of the 88 potential emotions on a regular basis. Frustration and anger are used very consistently as opposed to joy, gratitude, enthusiasm, excitement. But happiness is a good one to use, but I think we can go deeper into, again, is it excitement, is it passion versus ambition? I think to expand emotional literacy changes everything. Everyone has heard of the golden rule. Jolene goes one step further with the platinum rule. Instead of treating people the way you want, flip that around and treat people the way they want. And it does require you to get out of your comfort zone and perhaps practice new behaviors, but it shows a high level of respect. How do you know what the other person, how they want to be treated though? Is that something you just have to sort of sense? Well, yeah, and I teach that. So I'm an expert with body language and also personality preferences. So introverts process information different than extroverts. Sometimes it's as simple as listening to the word choices that people use to discover what their actual values are, or better yet, you can just ask. Jolene Watson is with Clarity Coaching and Development in Saskatoon. 
Up next on Sask Ag Today is the market update. Looking at the grain prices at Viterra, let's say they were mostly up in early trading today. We'll see what the other prices are looking like right after the break. Here's the market update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Looking for the perfect vehicle? They'll find a match that exactly fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. Grain prices at Viterra were mostly up in early trading today. Canola is up th uh, $3.60 at $5.57.72. Number one red spring wheat is up $0.71 cents at $3.09.74. The rest were unchanged. Durham 415.64, feed barley 227.58, chickpeas 1168.44, flax 606.04, lentils 756.50, oats 295.32, yellow peas 419.61, and feed wheat 238.46. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for March is down four and three quarter cents to $6.77.75 a bushel. Coming up next is the Livestock Report. The Saskag Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. Now here are the latest Livestock Quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of February 13th. Our last regular sale was on January 31st. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.25 to $1.45. D3 cows sold from $1.10 to $1.25. Counter cows sold from $0.85 cents to $1. Heiferet sold from $2 to $2.40. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.45 to $1.70. We had a pre-sorted calf sale here on Monday. The feeder market was up 10 to $0.20 cents from two weeks ago. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged $3.70 and sold at the $4.98. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $4.68 and sold at the $4.80. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $4.29 and sold up to $4.80. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $4.27 and sold up to $4.53. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $4.05 and sold up to $4.25. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $3.77 and sold up to $4.11. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $3.64 and sold up to $3.87. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $3.39 and sold up to $3.62. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $3.22 and sold up to $3.39. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $3.04 and sold up to $3.17. Heifers were 40 to 50 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a load of 500 pound grasser steers at $4.53 a pound. A load of 550-pound black steers at $4.24 a pound. A group of 600-pound exotic steers at $4.02 a pound. A group of 650-pound exotic steers at $3.85 a pound. A group of 700-pound exotic steers at $3.58 a pound. 
two loads of 800-pound Angus steers at $3.35 a pound and a load of 900-pound Angus steers at $3.17 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. The latest pork prices are up from yesterday. They're currently at $181.37 per CKG. Coming up next is the Resource Report. It's the Saskag Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Indian police have fired tear gas and detained some farmers who tried to break barricades, blocking their way to New Delhi in a protest march. The farmers want assured crop prices in a repeat of 2021 protests when they camped on New Delhi's outskirts for more than a year. The protests forced the government to repeal agriculture laws that farmers said would harm their incomes. The government said at that time that it would set up a panel of farmers and government officials to find ways to ensure support prices for all farm produce. Multiple meetings since then have made no progress. There is a bit more to the topic. The Prime Minister of Greece, meanwhile, has offered some concessions to farming unionists who are threatening to block roads around the city amid protests over high production costs. But it's unclear whether the representatives of farming associations who met with the PM in Athens on Tuesday were appeased. They say decisions will be taken following regional meetings of protesting farmers. One unionist present at the meeting said that he would advocate a tough stance. The unrest follows farmers' protests in several other European Union countries. On the markets, the TSX is down 399 points at 20,688. The Dow is down 459 points to 38,337. Oil is up $1.24 at $78.16 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is trading at 73.70 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the on-demand Sask Ag Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's going to do it for Tuesday's edition of Sask Ag Today. One o'clock news is waiting in the wings. I'm Ryan Young. Have yourself a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.